Game week 25. Uh, we're here. It's game week 25. What is it? Oh, I have no excitement today, Ryan. Ba, 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 Are you drained? Because my computer's blinding me. I need Why to is my mic so quiet? <laughs> You're fine. Um, mic's so ba, ba, quiet. Ba, uh, Nikki, tell us about Leicester City. Why is my mic so quiet? No, it's not quiet. <laughs> Holy. Um, Leicester City 2, Chelsea 2. Leicester City 2, Chelsea 2. Yeah. All right. Coming right at you with Leicester City 2, Chelsea 2. Um... So basically, this game was at six thirty in the morning. Oh my god, Nikki! <laughs> uh, but, but, uh, but basically, what happened was, uh, Kepa is in the timeout because he's too much of big baby boy to play Premier League soccer anymore. So now but we Willy gotta play. Caballero now we gotta play. Sucks. Now we gotta play forty-year-old Willie Caballero. He's just garbage. He just yeah. sucks more. Literally, he was just like the first goal just should not have happened. Like if Kepa was in goal, we would have won that game. Harvey Barnes goal. Uh, will, will Chelsea sell Kepa in the summer? I don't think we should. No, I think he's good enough to keep around. I think he's still young. I think he just is. He. I think the problem is he can't deal with the criticism. He's younger than Burn Leno. He's Who's younger. criticism? Than, his own criticism? Uh, I think it's the criticism. No, it's, I think it's the criticism of the fans. Is the thing. Cause the I was going to say, because at least he's got the manager on his side. Mm-mm. The fans. It's the fans. The fans absolutely despise Keppa for something. You know himself. Because he sucks. I love Keppa, personally. Uh, I think he's a very talented goalkeeper. And I think... I, the thing is that whenever Keppa makes a mistake, everybody just jumps on him immediately and just is down his throat. And I think that gets to him a lot. And he needs to learn to let that not get to him. And I think that affects his performances. Uh, I think Kepa should have started that game. I think we would have won that game if Kepa started, honestly, because I think Willie Caviero should not be starting for Chelsea. Uh, Mason Mount had a fantastic game. Uh, two assists, fantastic. Both goals were pretty much identical for Chelsea. Assisted by Mason Mount, scored by Antonio Rudiger. So RV Barnes bagged himself his whatever goal of the season. That's pretty nice. He's been, I mean, he's... He was introduced to this Leicester team this season, and he's been scoring. I mean, he's been putting up numbers close to James Madison's and Iosi Perez's, I think. That's pretty impressive. He's like 20-something. I think he's like 19 or like 20, 21. I don't know. But he's doing really well, and then Belcho well bagged himself a goal as well. Is Leicester back now, though? Because no. they've been on a bad run of form recently. So is uh, Chelsea, though. Yeah, Chelsea has been And too. Jamie Vardy. Is it is it a coincidence that Jamie Vardy and Lester's bad form coincided? No. I feel like I answered my own question there. That goes hand in hand, Mark. And your striker stops scoring. So Yeah, when your um, lead do you goal see scorer Jamie stops Vardy scoring. coming back and this season and scoring yeah, more. I, I think I mean, he's I a very was. streaky player. Like, remember that I, I think he in their title winning season broke the record for most games in a row he scored a goal. He's like 13. So when he starts scoring, he doesn't stop. But when he stops, it runs out like quick. Okay, sounds good. Anything else to add here, Nick? How do you feel that you did not get a new striker? I think it's fine. You almost had Dries Mertens. I think it's fine. <laughs> I mean, I would have preferred to get Dries Mertens, but it's not necessary. Don't poach Napoli, bro. They're having a bad <laughs> season. Grace Merton scored a really good goal today, though. Okay. Uh, sounds good. Moving on, then. Uh, Newcastle, nil. Norwich, nil. 
Um. Uh. <laughs> yeah. So. Nothing of note really happened in this game. Uh, Newcastle continues a sh kind of shaky run of form. Uh, one win in their last five. A lot of draws. Uh, Norwich remains bottom of the table with 18 points. Will they finish last, Mark? Norwich? Yeah. yeah. Uh, obviously not Newcastle. Yeah. Uh, Newcastle's <laughs> safe. Everybody thought the... Newcastle was going to finish no, I last. don't think they're safe. I think they're safe of finishing in dead last. Oh, yeah, but... yeah. But everybody thought. Like, I remember I watched a predictions video for the 2019-20 uh, season of uh soccer YouTuber. His name is HITC Sport. Go check him out. He's pretty good. Uh, but I Irish scarf man. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, he had Newcastle finishing bottom and Sheffield United finishing 19th. I think we all had Newcastle finishing bottom in our Premier League uh, preview many, many moons ago. Yeah, I Steve Bruce, fair play. Good job. I didn't expect you to do anything with this team other than drag them straight to the championship. And, yeah. But uh, a nil-nil draw with Norwich. Like, There's still time. Yeah. But, like, also the, uh, the attacking quality that they... On paper, have like Almiron, uh, what's his face? Uh, Joe Linton. Speak, I mean, he's not good. Speaking but. of uh, Miguel Almiron, he had a god awful game. Oh yeah, didn't see it. <laughs> he missed. Oh it yeah, up. he missed a sitter. Did he? He missed an open goal. Yeah, like I literally, it was that. wide open. Yeah, he and did. He just yeah, blew it was it. bad. It was very bad. It was, a, it was a header though, wasn't it? It was a weird angle. Yeah, it was not a weird angle. It was literally right. It was, in front of it the was goal. a, it was a header, angle, but, but you expect no. the strikers of Premier League. You know, forward to finish that. I know yeah, for real, so. brother. And this was Alan San Maximan's return from injury, I believe. I'm not actually sure, but I'm guessing. I'm going to say sure. All right, sick. So, uh, yeah, nothing really of note happened in that game. Uh, both those teams are not doing well, and um, neither of them is scoring. And I think that shows here that it's nil-nil. Um, I feel like the fact that Fabian Scher and uh, Jamal Lascelles have been scoring most of Newcastle's goals is... Not good. This is what we said from the start, too, with Newcastle, was that it was, it was such a shock that they were winning games with none of their front three scoring. <laughs> it was very, uh, very bizarre. And also, their back line has been just killed by injuries. Jetro Willems is out. Uh, Jamal Lascelles has been out. I think Lejeune was just out for a while. It's How are they doing this well? They've had to play Matt Ritchie. I'm so sorry, Newcastle fans. So Matt Ritchie's good. But he's Matt Ritchie. Also, Jack Colback has been pulled out of wherever he was. All right, moving on. Uh, Crystal Palace nil, Sheffield United one with an own goal. Lundstrom is gone. Number that we didn't first. I have a question. Why did Billy Sharp start this game? Like, well, Berg is in now from, uh, where did he come from? from? Uh, oh, Ghent or Gank. Why do they have the same name? One of them, yeah. Sangerberg. From Gank with a K. Yep. So, uh, Belgium. Uh, I don't know what it is with Norwe Norwegian. Holy Norway <laughs> bringing, in all this, uh, bringing up all this good talent. Josh King. I mean, he's older now, but, uh, you know. Erling Holland, uh, Ortegaard, Sander Burge, but I I kind of like it. Let's go Norway. So yeah, uh, Berg is in, and that means Lundstrom is out. 
Yeah, he hasn't been playing well. I mean, if you watch, he's literally invisible in games sometimes. Like, you can watch John Fleck bossing the midfield. Like, he he's insane. Ollie Norwood has, I mean, he's just great at set pieces. And George Baldock and Endo Stevens, I mean, they're the wingbacks. No, and then Sander Burge, who's just t- top quality, they brought him in. I mean, John Lundstrom was like a journeyman before this. So, yeah, I, I would say he was the most droppable. Plus, for an attacking midfielder, I think he has two goals, three goals, and two assists this season. That's not good enough. So, uh, and I mean, Sheffield United pulling off, I mean, is this an expected win at this point? I mean, they have been top quality almost all season. They're in the top six right now, sitting at 36 points above Manchester United. Um, will Sheffield United finish top six by the end of the season? Yes. Yeah, I know. I wanted to deny Bruh. it. I, no, I was denying it the whole season. I don't think Man United is finishing top six. You think Sheffield United is I finishing? I think it's going to be Wolves, actually. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I, I think guys. it's going to be Wolves. <laughs> <But> <laughs> Sheffield United is going to I don't think it's like going to be Sheffield United. Seventh or eighth. I think it's going to be, I think it's going to go Wolves sixth, United seventh, Sheffield eighth, and then Arsenal ninth or tenth. I hope Arsenal's ninth, holy. <laughs> <laughs> They're in tenth right now, right? Tied yeah, with like tied, 14th. Tied for well, we'll get to Arsenal. Ninth. But, um... So bad! Yeah, Sheffield United's uh, pretty, pretty impressive display from Sheffield United. Once again, um, proving that we were all wrong in saying that they would go down this year. Um, very unexpected. Turns out, we honestly, all three of us, just have no idea about anything we're talking about. Well, we, we all, right? well, we all said down? Liverpool would win the league. And against, yeah, but against, I think anyone could have told you no, Liverpool was going to no, win. No, every major soccer block, like I, like I was reading The Guardian, and every single every single pundit I saw was saying City will will walk the league this year. Liverpool doesn't stand a chance. There's no way City is number one. That's what every like reputable like football clearly they're not that say. reputable. And you should just no, be no, no, listening no. to Fixtures podcast. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, man. We're, oh, we're right. well, how about how about that website? But City, I mean, City's been like. Do we have a website yet? Well, I'll show you after the episode. Ah, <laughs> cities. Uh, cities have been getting unlucky. Every okay, like people talk about VAR going against them, or like you know, United and, and Tottenham always get VAR for them. City gets every single call against them. Like, but City's never, also been playing poorly. They I'm lost. Sorry, you know what? You City you is drop, honest. You're, you're not 22 points hey, behind. Hey, hey, hey. City is honestly Anyone just been has, getting yeah. like absolutely just screwed over by VAR this season. Not 22 points. Yeah. Though. I they, mean, they've, yeah. Been, they've, uh, they've definitely lost games because of VAR. And or of course, games because of VAR. Don't forget, Emmerich Laporte has been injured the whole, okay, like a third of the season. Fernandinho is not a center back. And yeah. he's been playing center back. That's definitely the bigger reason that they've been losing and not doing so I well. I think it's the combination they don't have of the center backs, not that VAR is screwing them. And don't forget that Otamendi. Oh, don't forget that Otamendi is the Argentinian Mustafi. So, a team like City yeah. shouldn't be relying on VAR to win the league. True. I mean, they honestly, they, this is a team that regularly last season like creamed teams like six, seven, eight nil. Yeah, I remember the eight nil against Watford this season. That was tough. But um, I don't. I don't think. I think it, without the Laporte injury, and because David Silva has been playing out of his mind this season, Kevin De Bruyne has been Kevin De Bruyne, the best player in the Premier League, and Aguero has been putting up numbers. Even Gabriel Jesus has been scoring. If it weren't for that defense, they'd be doing so well. 
Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll get to City. We'll talk about City in a minute. But right now, we're talking about West Ham 3, Brighton 3. We talk about whole city legend Robert Snodgrass scoring a brace. Robert Snodgrass has been putting up impressive numbers this year. Like, nobody cares about Robert Snodgrass because he's Robert Snodgrass. And also they're in relegation. That too. But I, the fact that he's... I think he's scored more goals than Sebastian Hilaire. Way more than Felipe Anderson. More than Yarmolenko because Yarmolenko is always injured and tired. But yeah, uh, without without... Robert Snodgrass, and without okay, without Robert Snodgrass and like their midfield and defense, like they'd be probably last. Glenn Murray. Okay. Yes, Glenn Murray scored a goal. Glenn Murray, the absolute beast, the absolute prehistoric beast. Glenn Murray has risen from the dead and scored a goal for Brighton. He was one of the most instrumental players in their first season up in the Premier League. A couple seasons ago, and he still, he still got it at the ripe old age of like thirty-seven, two hundred and thirty-seven. Yeah, <laughs> um, um, I don't think he's actually got it. He can't. Did, did he start? He scored. That doesn't mean he started, though. I think he also got man of the match at the ripe old age of two hundred and thirty-seven. Started and played the whole game. Wow, that is pretty good. And he got man of the match at the age of two hundred thirty-seven. And don't forget. Pascal Gross, um, he okay. Pascal Gross, three. I, I don't know. Whenever the first season of the Premier League was, was just a legend. Like he single handedly kept them up. I remember <laughs> that. Yeah, Pascal Gross is just insane. I love that guy. Uh, he hasn't been putting up good numbers, but you know, another goal against West Ham. Uh, and Angelo Ogbonna own goal was a, <laughs> was what started off Brighton scoring. You know what? I feel like if Lucas Fabianski wasn't injured, like the whole season. West Ham would be like 13th. But, like, Roberto has single-handedly ruined their season. Uh, What's his face? David Martin, they've had to bring in. Yeah, no, this... And then he's gotten injured again, Fabianski. This season is not one to remember for him or for West Ham in general. Uh, The other goal was scored by Issa Diop in the 30th minute. Again, having to rely on your center backs to score West Ham is not good. Your center backs and whole city legend Robert Snodgrass. They did sign, uh, ooh, what's his face? Something Cowan, Bowen. I don't know. Uh, Just call him Cowan Bowen. Uh, nope. Uh, let's see. They signed. Okay. Oh, oh, I found him. Uh, Jared Bowen from Hull City. Hull, first of all, Hull City is also going to go down from the championship, but uh, we're not talking about the championship. That's kind of funny. I hate Hull City. But, uh, you know, he's a good player. Is he? Was he worth $23 million? I doubt it. Was he? Is he going to be that good in the Premier League? Probably. But is he going to keep them up? $23 million? Yeah. He's also 23 years old. That is ridiculous. That's the English tax for you. Um, but yeah, I don't think he's going to keep him up, but whatever. All right. Bournemouth 2, Ast- oh, geez. <laughs> Aston Villa 1. <laughs> <laughs> Bournemouth 2, Aston. 
my, my, my throat did a thing oh, after ass. Ah, uh, this podcast is explicit content. No, I'm, so, I'm sorry, kids. <laughs> All right, big the man, the myth, the legend, Philip Billings scoring a goal. Glenn Murray. No, Philip Billings is like 23. Um, good job, Bournemouth. You want a game? I think this was the. Oh, this might have been their first win in a while, dude. Holy. Uh, let's see. Also, big man Nathan Ake scored. Yep. Former Nathan, Chelsea uh, legend. Straight off of uh, straight off an injury. Two wins in a row for Bournemouth now. After, oh, I think it was a run of nine losses. It was something ridiculous. So they uh, they beat, they won 2-1 uh, versus Aston Villa at home to Villa. And they won 3-1 at home to Brighton. Before that, they lost, wow, uh... They lost four games in a row, and they were winless in, like, oh, God. Wait, I can't, like, nine. Ten? I don't know. And the, the, the their last win before the uh, Brighton one was home to Manchester United. Do so. you think Bournemouth is still going down this season? Yeah. If they aren't, I mean, I don't, I feel like they kind of, oh, okay, you good? Uh, they kind of deserve to. To be honest, like even when you look at their squad, like they honestly, it's not a Premier League squad. Aaron Ramsdale is young, but he's still raw. He still makes mistakes. They've had, hey, he's too good. Um, they've made, they have had, okay, they've had a bunch of injuries uh, across their backline in midfield. Uh, they've had David Brooks out for the entire season. Don't forget, he tore up the Premier League Isn't last season. David Brooks, American? I think so. Born in the USA. Might have been. We're gonna get copyright striked. Mm-hmm. Oh, I looked at David Brooks. Just scroll down, it should be there. Uh, hold on. Okay. No. I think there's like a back of <laughs> Because. Born mouth. <laughs> that says, yeah. Oh, uh, he's Welsh. But. We again, were he's wrong. Been, he's, <laughs> he's been injured the whole season. Yeah. Um, I think there is a guy named Brooks that's American. Problem. I can swear that there's a center back that his last name is Brooks. It's American. Got it. Well, he's not a center back, so that helps. Um, but yeah, they've had a bunch of injuries. Uh, Wilson. Okay, Callum Wilson has not scored since like game week seven. That'd be, oh geez, eighteen game weeks now. Eighteen weeks without scoring. Callum Wilson, if you're listening, you should be ashamed. All right, especially for the fact that you're listening to. Three Americans have a po- mediocre soccer podcast. Hey, we're good. We're good. Okay. Uh, but yeah, just the amount of injuries has not been good for Bournemouth, but this is a good win for them. Uh, who scored the other goal? Nathan Nake. And then uh, Aston Villa new signing. Wow. Samata. Uh, good job scoring scoring your debut goal, my guy. Uh, Mabwana Samata. That is a great name, by the way. <laughs> He scored his, he scored his first goal and then a Jefferson Lerma red card. Sorry, second yellow. Wait, can you click on Samata real quick? I can't remember what country he's from. He's he It's something weird. Yeah, it's I, like, I think it's from like uh Lesotho or something. I have no idea. Him. I know Marvelous Nakamba who started is from Zimbabwe. Tanzania. Tanzanian. Um, Bournemouth needed to win this game. That's the night. Now that he has scored in the Premier League, the Premier League has had scorers from 99 different countries. Wow, I mean, good good job, Mabwana. He, good job. Uh, 
He said he says uh, the African players helped him settle it. Aston Villa. That would include like El Mahamedy, Trezeguet. Uh, who's that dude? Marvelous Nakamba. So Wesley. They, good, they have a good. Oh yeah. What? No, he's Brazilian. They have a good African core. Uh, so Watford two, Everton three. Um, there were a lot of red cards this week, by the way. There was. Yeah. It was a weird it's number. Three. Uh, so in this game, Adam Messina scoring in the tenth minute for Watford. Forty second minute, Roberto Pereira. Everything looks good. They're two 0 up at halftime. Never mind. Yeri Mina scores two goals in stoppage time. Uh, the big Colombian like back to back, back, and they yeah. were like um, very similar scrappy goals. I've all the goals I've seen out of him have been headers. I don't. I think this one he it was it was a uh, it was not a header. I think the second one what might have been, but I think the first one it with the ball was just kind of bouncing around in the box all over the place, and Watford couldn't couldn't clear their lines. A good job, Yeri. And then the boy, the man, the myth, the legend, Theo Walcott winning the game. No, winning the game in the 90th minute. Theo, if you're listening, I miss you. I love you, son. Uh, you're not my son. But, yeah. Mark, Mark, I have a question for you. Yeah, go for it. What happened to Alex Iwobi? Okay. Nobody ever said he was good. Literally, I have never heard an Arsenal fan say he was actually that good. Okay, everybody, everybody, like when he was sold for forty million, was like, "We got to steal." Um, he did score a few games at the beginning of the season, and that was it. Uh, he's a he's a great dribbler of the ball, but that's it. That's literally all he knows how to do. He cannot pass, can't shoot, and our big Niger boy, I miss him, but you know, he just wasn't that good. <laughs> He is the Niger boy. Right. Oh, no, he's from Nigeria. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Nikki. Um, Everton is now up to eighth or ninth. Remember when they were in the relegation zone? That was. I think they're in ninth. Ninth. Two points down. above Arsenal, uh, and Newcastle. And yeah, a, a half decent manager will do that. Yeah, and they're. Uh, oh Speaking God. of managers, um, David Moyes. Yeah, what? Not the right appointment for who, West Ham. Who decided that? First of all, did they watch the last time he was at West Ham? I mean, I love David Moyes, but not Why because do you he's love a David Moyes? Not because he's a good manager, just because oh. he's hilarious. Yeah, no, I remember it's, he's 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 one of those people who it's funny to laugh at them. Uh. The first season of Premier League I ever watched, and this is going to make me sound young, was uh, Manchester United's first season without... Uh, uh, Sir Alex Ferguson, yeah. Uh, Liverpool finished second that season, so you know it was already a weird season. Uh, I mean, that was before they were good, by the way. And United finished seventh, and it was, it was so funny. Just David Moyes in the media is too good. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't think it was the right appointment at all. Uh, oh no. And then, so now we're on to Liverpool four, Southampton nil. So this was an interesting game. So the first half, uh, Southampton gave Liverpool some problems. It really was not smooth sailing. Um, but uh, at the end of the day, um, Liverpool came through where they needed to. Uh, big goals from uh, El Capitano, um, Jordan Henderson, uh, two goals from uh, Big Mo Salah and uh, Ox coming in and scoring a goal. We miss you, Ox. <laughs> I would like to say something here. Go for it. From a neutral perspective. Okay. Liverpool are too good. Are incredibly 
boring to watch. You what know on earth are you talking about? You know they're gonna win. There's no point in watching. Exactly, that's the problem. Is you Dude, know they're, they're gonna beautiful win. Beautiful to Prom- watch. No, for, for, if I was a Liverpool fan, I would 100 agree with you. But I am a neutral, so that means I don't care who. You wins. do not appreciate Bobby Firmino enough, then. It's just, I don't he care. Is who wins. A, such a joy to watch. If you watch Liverpool game, he does this thing where he. You does always this little, know what's gonna happen. He does you know this little win. samba flick thing. Dude, you really don't think so I've seen great. the Liverpool game? It's so great. <laughs> that is worth the price of admission alone. I mean, if I was a Liverpool Aww. fan, I would agree. <laughs> That's a bunch of clean sheets now for them. They've got like, okay. They've got a bunch of them now. Uh, they have many clean sheets. They've gotten a lot of them. Yes, many uh, clean sheets, yes. indeed. Whammy uh, bar. Very many clean sheets with Joe Gomez, so, Van Dyke, and Allison. <laughs> so, fun fact. At this point now, Liverpool is 22 points clear of Manchester City. Manchester City is closer to the bottom of the table than they are to Liverpool. Remember when Jordan Henderson was bad? Moving on from Liverpool because uh, they're boring. Because he's fantastic. Uh, he was never bad. I remember he when he was Manchester bad. United 0. No, we're not we're talking about Liverpool. Zero. Mark, we're what do you think about the Wolves versus Manchester United game? Jordan Henderson was that good. Especially when he had like... Well, it's because he wasn't playing in an advanced position. He's, mu- he's much better as like a uh, uh, more uh, attacking midfielder than he is. And now that we have Fabinho um, in defensive midfielder, it, op- he, it opens up a lot of space for him to be more attacking. And I that's where like, he really shines. Yeah, I feel like Wijnaldum and Jordan Henderson have switched roles since... Not even. It was really, they used to both kind of be play the Fabinho role together, but now that Fabinho's there... Just the rock of Joe Gomez, Van Dyke, and Fabinho is so good that you can push your midfielders up really, really far because those three got it. Also, thank you, Mo Salah, for scoring twice. I captained you on fantasy. Of course, so did everyone else. So, everyone. yeah, in our in our league, I I went from first to fourth in three weeks. I'm sad. Uh, see, United nil, Wolves nil. Bruno Fernandez debut. Yeah, and uh, good job, uh, what a thrilling game it was! I feel, I feel like, I feel like Wolves should have won this. I, they had so many chances, they just didn't take. Wolves were the better team. Yes, Wolves will it were the better team. Um, I don't know why Jesse Lingard still plays. Um, you know what? Uh, did he start? No, he didn't no, start. He, he came didn't on. Start, but Jesus, why would you bring bad. him on? Why would you bring him on from the bench? Is it you're trying to make impact from the bench? That's why you bring on Mason Greenwood and Diogo Delo, and apparently Jesse Lingard. What is this bench? They have Phil Jones, Jesse Lingard, Diogo Delo. What is their bench? What is their starting eleven? Uh, I mean, really, Pereira and Fred are their midfield pivot. It, to be fair, if Pereira wasn't Pereira, Fred would be better too. But I don't think I don't think he's good, but he's he's an all right passer. And Lindelof and Harry Maguire are not a good center back pairing. Uh, they so don't they don't know how to deal with balls into the box. That's bad because they're both into like if they had a different person with them each, they would both do really well. But they they're not because they don't work well together. For somebody whose whole thing is proper English defending, I'm a I got a slab head. I'm just gonna like. Just def- no nonsense defender. Harry Maguire is terrible at de- dealing with balls in the box. Just awful. That's Harry Maguire. Um, I did United overpay. I don't. Do you yes. remember what we said? Eighty-five. Yeah. Do you remember like 
we I think we talked about it for like half of an episode. Oh, we did. We did. We talked about. I think everybody agreed that it was an egregious overpayment. It was like forty million. Sure, but eighty million for a failure of a slab head. Now he's no Van Dyke. No, he's not. But you know what, Aaron Juan Bissaka, defensive god, attacking maybe not, but you, one of the bright spots of of this United team. Yeah, I mean they did buy and him for and fifty a million. With, and a team with very few bright spots. Speaking of bright spots, Nikki, maybe you can enlighten us. Uh, what happened to Daniel James? Yeah, riveting. Uh, <laughs> I don't. Th- I think he he realized how bad the team around him is, so he started playing down to their quality. <laughs> he, I think it's also just that he's he's a younger guy and he's got a lot of weight on. him. I think he's discouraged. Yeah, he's I got a he's lot of pressure on him to do well. Yeah, and I think he, that's discouraging him because of how bad the rest of his team is. Because no matter how good he is, they're still going to lose because they're absolute literal garbage on the field. I cannot stand it's watching. Coming from a team United. with the championship, and also be the guy who's expected to score the goals because Martial and Rashford are both so inconsistent. At the age of yeah, you 22. mean yeah? No, it's not like Chelsea's leading striker Tammy Abraham came from the championship last season and is now Chelsea's leading goal scorer this year. Yeah, it's impossible to do. And it's also the same oh, age as Daniel James. It's not impossible to do, but also Daniel James is a winger. So yeah, but and Daniel James does not have anywhere near as good of a team surrounding him. True. I just I just complimented Chelsea. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, but the Rashford injury sucks because now I mean Juan Mata's good. Like I'm not I'm not gonna say that he's not. But Rashford was just another level. Like he was having such a good season. I, I feel bad for the guy. Every time I see Juan Mata on the on the pitch for United, I'm always reminded that he's at United. Every time I'm is like, he, oh, he's still there. Like he, he's not at Chelsea. He's not at like I don't know some random Spanish club. He, he hasn't been be. at Chelsea since 2012, and that's all I can think about. I know, but he doesn't. I, it, I think it's just like because United he doesn't player. play as often. But like he doesn't feel like a United player. Like when Schweinsteiger was there, and he's like he's not a United player. I have a or question. Ibrahimovic. Yeah. Where's Ibrahimovic? Was where's Matic? He played like last game. I I think they realized Matic is done, slow, not good. Good job, Ollie. You did one thing right. I feel I feel like I hate Pereira. There's a rumor that he might be coming to Chicago Fire. Matic. Matic. I heard Juan Mata. I heard both those names being tossed around. I uh, okay. <laughs> they sound very similar, so it might be. Why. It might have just been so by somebody misheard. I uh, Victor Lindelof is so bad. You can't have your name sound like a Harry Potter spell and also be a good. But he was also soccer player. On, he also had like an insane run of form last season. Like it was him and uh, old Phil Jones. At you interrupted back. my joke, and now I'm mad at you. Okay, I don't think wasn't even your. Joke. I, don't, I don't think Lindelof sounds. Ow! I don't <laughs> think Lindelof sounds like a Harry Potter spell at all. But Harry Maguire, <laughs> it also doesn't. But, um, yeah, I don't think they worked well together. Lindelof was good last season. De Gea was good f- three or four seasons ago now. Sorry, next game. Yep. Sorry, United. You kind of suck. Oh, also, Wolves did not score. Sorry, Wolves. But All right. All right, walk us through this one, Mark. Burnley nil. Arsenal. Everyone laugh at Arsenal. Arsenal. Uh, now that we've seen... Arteta in charge for several games now. What what is your take on him as a manager? 
Burnley it, booed all 90 minutes of the game. Holy crap, they booed Did everything. Did you watch it, Ryan? They booed literally, literally on the entire like broadcast of the game. All you can hear is just... Boo. So the entire booing, game, they were booing from the first minute because David Luiz called Burnley style anti football, which David Luiz is not wrong. Um, and then they were booing Ganduzi because he looks like David Luiz. <laughs> and then they were booing uh, what's his name, uh, Martin? No, not Martinelli, Jaka, and like Aubameyang because they were on the floor too much apparently. They were just booing Arsenal. They were booing Ozil for taking too long. They were His booing eyes Ozil are too for big. a yellow card. They were booing because their own player got a yellow card. I don't think that even happened. But, you know, um, such a boring game. I honestly could not. Arsenal should have 100% lost this game. 100% if, without if, a shadow of a doubt in my mind. If big slab had Chris Wood and wasn't starting... And if Jay Rodriguez knew how to, you remembered, remembered how to finish because he used to be good, just isn't at Burnley. Uh, if any of that happened, yes, we should have lost. Also, if Ben Me wasn't the world's biggest idiot, thank you. Uh, <laughs> ben Me, like every time there was a chance for Chris Wood or for Jay Rodriguez, Ben Me would just stick his fat head there and just hit it straight out of play. Like Burn Leno didn't have to make any saves like the whole game. How long till Arteta gets fired? No, it's not <laughs> happening. Uh, because of the seems quite terrible. It, it, yeah, I know, but we've we've had uh, Kieran Tierney out. Also, the backup is out. Also, the backup's backup is also currently out. Their team out now. is not even bad. Okay. It's literally just the defense. It's, Burnt Leno is fantastic. Burnt Leno is the best goalie. Aubameyang and Lacazette are fantastic. No, Martinelli is no, fantastic. No, I disagree with Lacazette being fantastic. Okay, He's Lacazette scored, is like sometimes fantastic. He has not scored an away game since 2018, 2019. Okay, Aubameyang is fantastic. Yeah, there you go. Mar- uh, Mesut Ozil is good, but is no, just not anymore. Okay. Not anymore. He has not. He's had one assist in the league. No goals. He hasn't played half the season. Yo, but he's um, been playing. Gabriel Martinelli is good. He's really good. Insane. Yeah. really good. Yes. Uh, it's literally just your defense. Your defense is just terrible. It's, it's our young... And Bellerin is good, too. Yeah, oh, Bellerin today... Yeah, today? Yesterday, Bellerin bossed the defense. He was so good. He didn't put a wrong foot in defense. He made crucial tackles. He's been back for two games. Return of the King. Oh, my goodness. I missed you so much, Hector. Like I, I love Ainsley Maitland Niles, but that like, I like this. But this is beautiful. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, Mustafi started this game, did not make a mistake, guys. Mustafi is normally an a decent defender. I'm not gonna say all right, he's not that good, but he's normally a decent defender if he doesn't make the most boneheaded mistake every game, and he didn't do that. David Luiz. Didn't do that either. I mean, David Luiz doesn't do that anymore. Here's my question for you. Are Arsenal one world-class defender away from being able to compete with the top dogs? Two. Two. No. Uh, I'd say one, and they even then they're not going to be able to because all of our team is just old and young. And that's like there's no 25-year-olds. Because, well, I mean, like, look, at, look at Liverpool pre-Van Dyke. Oh yeah, defensively they were awful. Like I remember. I mean, if you bring Van, if you bring Van Dyke into this Arsenal team, do they finish? Are they competing with Liverpool and City? 
Depends if you get we're Trent. Going, we're going it depends for if you get Trent and Robbo too. Yeah, no. Well, no. I honestly, I think with Kieran Tierney and Hector Bellerin, yeah, they're obviously not as. I good. I think they're both pretty close to that. I but mean, they're both they really good. They could be there if they could stay fit for two seconds. Yeah, and Bellerin is one injury away from being dropped from first uh, choice. Um, I don't think we're one defender away. I think next season we'll get closer. Maybe, maybe next season one defender away, but this season no because. Having, I don't think David Luiz and a good defender or David or Socrates and a good defender is really still going to be that good. I think we need, so Socrates' contract is up after, I think, next summer. I think same thing with David Luiz. Um, after that, we need to sign one insane, like, 25-year-old defender, someone like Harry Maguire that's actually good, and, you know, have someone that can boss the defense. Because we have William Saliba coming in from San Etienne, we have Pablo Mari, who's 26 years old. Yeah, but he's a backup right now. Uh, he's he. We just signed him from Flamengo. We have Rob Holding, who is currently sitting on the bench. Uh, we have um, Callum Chambers, who just had an awful injury. He was having a great season. I feel like if Callum Chambers also didn't get injured, we would ha- be having a better season. Um, but I think we're close. Not not like for first place, but we could be top four if we had like one really good defender. But another problem is Mesut Ozil. I mean, he's got to go. I don't. Three hundred fifty thousand a week for one assist Where? per season. Who come wants? To be, come who to wants Besiktas. Come to Besiktas, please. Anywhere but Arsenal. Um, Lacazette. I'm sorry, buddy. You're not doing great. I feel. I love Lacazette. Uh, he was my favorite player. But I. I don't think we should let him go. But drop him. I feel like. Aubameyang starts up front, Martinelli on the left wing. They drop Pepe for this game. Why? Pepe is our greatest creativity on the whole team. It's David Luiz's insane forward passes, which he's had since his time at Chelsea and Pepe. Yeah, I think I think I think Arteta got some things wrong in this game. Uh didn't I he actually the one thing that I thought he got wrong before the game that was fine, that ended up being fine, was Lucas Torreira. Out of the starting eleven, he came out at halftime. Friggin' doozy, or for uh for Saka, sorry, and Jaka filled in at left back, and now we have no fit left backs because our third one just got injured. Um, Burnley had a crap game too. Sorry, Burnley, but d- defensively, the first fifteen twenty minutes they were literally one of the worst teams I've ever seen. The fact that we didn't score was awful. I mean, Aubameyang missed two sitters. Lacazette missed one. Uh, but then again, Ben Mee missed like five sitters himself, so whatever. Um, Loughton, it was it was either Loughton or Taylor, pocketed a bombing. Like, good job. And Nick Pope had a Nick Pope game. Just kidding, he made two saves. Yeah, sorry, I talked a lot. It's okay. It's okay. That's what you're here for. Yeah. Uh, next it's okay. Let final, it out. Final game. <laughs> Spurs to Manchester City, nil. Zinchenko looks like he wants to die. His first game back in a while for City. Gets a red card three minutes later. Steven Bergwin on his debut scores a goal. I hate Tottenham, but I can't hate Steven Bergwin, dude. That was such a cute goal. He was so happy. It's like, oh, it was so wholesome. Was this a Mourinho masterclass? Holy, it was perfect. Uh, three shots in all three on target. If Son Heung-min didn't shoot it straight at Ederson in like the past few minutes, that would have been all of them. Um, park the bus, 33% possession, 347 passes to 692. 
The most infuriating thing ever, and it was beautiful. I hate Mourinho. I hate Spurs, but well done. Well, and uh, obviously the big news in Spurs land um, since our last podcast is obviously the departure of Christian Eriksen. He was he was on bad form this season. I feel like he was on bad form. Deli Ali was as a is the better choice in center attacking midfielder, and quite frankly, Eriksen's not good on the wing. Yeah, I feel like Bergwin be, was. I think Bergwin was a fantastic addition to this side, uh, and I think honestly, going Bergwin for Eriksen is not a bad swap. Yeah, I feel. I mean, Eriksen. I would. I would take Eriksen over Deli Ali at Arsenal any day of the week. I hate Deli Ali. He's not really that good. He's if he weren't. Deli Ali is in the better form this year. Yeah, season. if he weren't so streaky, kind of like Vardy. He but, was very and, streaky. Yeah, then he would be just an, a rich man's Jesse Lingard. Right? But apparently all it took was uh, Jose Mourinho saying, are you Deli Ali or Deli Ali's brother? And that's all it took to get him into form. But he's been out of form since, so oh well. Did you hear Luke that? Is, did you Luke see? is starting a striker. Did you see that uh, in the press conference that Jose Mourinho had, the first question he asked himself? The first question. Well, what was the question? He sat down and he went, all right, first question. Do you plan on making any more moves in the transfer market? Okay, and yeah, because no. they were going to ask him that anyways. I know. Uh, well, they signed Los Celso permanently. Good move. He had a good game. Steve Bergman is such a good signing. That's such a good signing. It was genius. And he came off injured. He's it looked like a, a knock, though. Signing. Um, they also made another signing. I don't remember He's who. so good. Okay. <laughs> I feel like it kind of came out of nowhere. It really did. There was not much. There was not much talk about it, and I hate looking at this Spurs team because there's a lot of players I wish were not on Spurs. Uh, Tanganga had a great game. Uh, Lucas Mora was Lucas Mora. Uh, Giovanni Lo Celso had a good game. Even Harry Winks wasn't awful for once. Hyungmin Son got himself a goal. Uh, when Ndombele came on, he was just electric. Um, yeah, good job, Spurs. Also, what are you doing, Zinchenko? It was such a it was such a useless foul. Why? Manchester City in in general just should not have lost this game against a a very very uh, streaky uh, Spurs team to all all of a sudden just beat Manchester City. Honestly, this was some of the worst football I've ever watched. Um, In all honesty, honestly, like, did you see that when Hugo Lloris came out, missed the ball, his defenders got in the way, Guerrero had an open goal, missed, it <laughs> fell to someone else. I don't even remember who. I think it was, uh, oh, oh, I think it, it fell, was Gunduan. Yeah, it, was it Gunduan. fell to Gunduan. Gunduan literally could have taken all day, could have passed it to someone else, literally a tap in from like two yards out and just blasted it. That was some of the worst football I've ever seen in my life. After I saw that, I turned off this game, went downstairs, and started playing FIFA because. That was awful. If that happened in the MLS, people would have been screaming, oh, this is a retirement league, garbage, look at the trash goalkeeping, trash defenders, and trash attackers. This would never happen in the Premier League. But it did, and that was garbage. Not even not even in, in like from Norwich. This is from Manchester City. And don't forget, Gundogan earlier in this no game. No offense to Norwich. Earlier in this game, Gundogan missed his first penalty ever. And then he does that. I'm <laughs> I got had a nightmare game. Holy! And they didn't even take him off. They took off Mares, Aguero, and Sterling. What? Like, why would you bring on Gabriel Jesus in a game where you're trailing? Because it did happen while they were trailing that they took him off. Um, they didn't bring on. They didn't even start. I don't understand. 
I don't understand Pep's substitutes. Bernardo Silva, okay, yeah, maybe Bernardo Silva was a good choice. Gabriel Jesus, not really. Joao Cancelo, you're bringing on a defender while you're losing. Or it might have been before. But I, th- I think way. the term is bald fraud. Oh, yeah. Um, One thing we also would like to point out is uh, Hugo Lloris had a very good game uh, coming back from injury. Sorry, Gazaniga, but you've been replaced. Um, also, oh. Phil Foden's on the bench for the 50 millionth game in a row. Yep. This is a starting set. Okay. This is a starting center back pairing of Fernandinho and Nicholas Otamendi. Pep, the baldness is getting to you. Don't start Otamendi ever again. I feel like he's learned this time and time again. Uh, again. Every time Otamendi starts, bad things happen. John Stones? Yeah, he's bad. But he's not Nicholas Otamendi bad. Just start Eric Garcia or. John Stones. Uh, but Laporte is back in training, so the, the nightmare won't be for too long. All right, everybody. Thank you for joining us for the Fixtures Podcast once again. It's great to be back. Ryan, do you have anything to say about our secret project? Super secret secret? Super the secret, secret project that you've mentioned twice? Super secret secret? In the last two episodes? Super I don't even secret? know what it is. <laughs> the website? Yeah. No, I don't have anything to say about the website. It's yeah, not up yet. It'll be hopefully up soon. I still don't know what it is. Stop complaining. Um, and uh, <laughs> thank you for watching the the Fixtures podcast. Sorry we couldn't Skype tonight. All right, girl. I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs>